0: It's a guarantee that Pete wins. Uh, kicker can't score less than. 40 yeah, points, it
1: has the last three never, weeks for me. No it moment. never has. I've had zero points, one point, and two points for my kickers oh, wait, last three, <laughs> that's three weeks. If so. you pick really bad kickers.
0: Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Coffee, breakfast sausages, Mountain Dew, Skittles, a live lobster. Yeah.
1: Only in Cleveland. Right? Only in Cleveland. Wow.
0: Now here's your hosts, Andy,
2: Mike. And Pete.
1: Andy doesn't know my
2: last name. Ah! Welcome back to the Questionable to Return podcast. As always, I'm with my, my buddies, Mike. Hi. And Pete. Hey, hey. How you guys doing today?
1: Pretty good. Doing good.
2: great. Well, first of all, before we get started, we want to say our thank yous to the veterans and those that have served, the families that have put sacrifices so we could... Enjoy the freedoms that we have in this country. And one of the biggest ones that we like to enjoy currently right now is the this podcast right here. So I want to give a shout out to anybody who has, is, or will be serving our country. Thank you guys and gals.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Got my grandpa and my cousin Derek and some people who have passed away who served our country. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I think it's hard to find people who don't have some sort of family or friend who has served or is serving. I have grandpa who served going back to World War II, great uncle. So, yeah, thank you to all of, our, all of our veterans out there and current service members. Yeah,
2: same to me. Grandpa was in the Army. Um, and we also had my, my wife's grandfather both served as well. So pretty amazing. My great uncle actually was a fighter pilot, got shot down, unfortunately. So when we went on our honeymoon over to Paris, mm-hmm. uh, we got to actually go see his grave, so that was pretty Pretty interesting and kind of
0: That's a pretty, pretty unique special. experience yeah
2: yeah so thank you to all you guys so we'll, with that we'll kind of kick right into it we're going to go through a, a gauntlet of stuff today we have a little bit of NBA and Packer news after the game today talk about that and then we're also going to talk NBA and the Bucks. but before we get started with anything yeah. as always we have to correct ourselves
1: definitely we're never perfect but we're always genuine right Genuinely trying to be perfect, genuinely, but always perfect. falling short. Yeah, so we kind of had a couple corrections here, fellas. Uh, Granderson is also not on the team. We didn't mention that. The Grandy man is gone. Right along with Machado. Oh,
0: right, yeah. Machado is not on the Brewers.
1: Still not a Brewer. Probably never will be a Brewer. Uh, it was Whitehead that got ejected for slapping Andy. Yeah. I think you screwed that up today during <laughs> I the did game screw too. that up today. You really don't like oh. Breland. <laughs>
2: I do like Breland. That's why I'm like, oh, it sucks that he's not there. And he's there all the time.
1: All right. My lack of sleep last week means a lot of corrections for me, I guess. Uh, King was hurt. I kept bringing him up. I kept having brain lapses and thinking that he was fine. And he, How are you feeling today? Feeling I'm good? feeling good today. I finally am caught up with my sleep. I think
2: it might be my turn to be a little bit out of it because my wife and I also do photography. I should say my wife does photography. And we had a back-to-back wedding this weekend, Friday and Saturday. So... Trying to catch up on some sleep, but feeling she good. She
0: does the photography, but you're also involved. Your assistant? Is that yes. your official Yes, I'm officially title? second
2: shooter, which was interesting to talk about. We went to the Veterans Day event that the grade school was putting on. Uh, Pete and I's kids were part of the third grade. They were talk- had a little singing thing, nice. but it, yeah. it's funny when we were talking in there, Monica made a mention of that I was her second shooter, and everybody made a joke that you can't say that in a school.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: So I'm I'm technically second shooter. I'm really just a pack meal. I carry around equipment and I get things that she asks me to and make make life a leisure easier
1: for her. assistant to the main shooting photographer. Right. Okay, I'm gonna have Mike take this next one.
0: Yeah, we got to get the pronunciation right for the Cowboys kicker. Mm-hmm. It is Brett Mar Mar Mar, and Marr. Pete will forever remember his name now because. <laughs> How did How did he do last week for you <laughs> kicking field goals? Um, um
1: pretty sure he uh he missed a field goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right off the bat. <laughs> my First pre- try.
0: My prediction was drive down 40-yard field goal uh, and you win. It was yeah. close to that. They close. drove down 38-yard field goal and it missed.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. Shakerific. It was pretty bad.
0: So that put you at that minus 1. I was up by 3.3 So that put me up by 4.3? Yes,
1: that put you up 4.3, I believe.
0: How did he do the rest of the game?
1: He had two extra points.
0: And that was it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So you lost the pinchy bowl.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and the Cowboys were at home, too, and against the Titans.
0: You were a lock. But no. (laughs) I have to say, though, I will give Pete credit. Pete played amazing defense because I was pulling out every trick. I was trying to jinx him. (laughs) I was trying to guarantee wins. I was trying to get him to touch the trophy all day and just admit that he won it. He didn't do that. I snuck it into his backpack when he wasn't looking, and when he noticed it was in there, he didn't touch it. He dumped out the backpack. Pete played great defense. That's right. Not only that, but
2: I mean, you you had me take it, so I took it ahead of time before the podcast even, and I even snuck it out to him in the middle of the podcast. He refused to even touch it.
0: I was trying everything. I was even tempting higher powers to try to stop Pete from winning the
1: podcast. I podcast when, or pinchy bowl
0: win the po- podcast pinchy bowl whatever go. it is <laughs> Put that on
1: <laughs> cue it up for next week i'll mark that one i them.
0: started i was doing everything i was doing voodoo black magic santeria
1: <laughs> i felt so good bad juju
0: week. on mar on mar i i might have accidentally sold my soul to the devil i don't even Amy. know all to win the pinchy bowl three points i started yelling steve perry when he attempted that field goal and he missed it so that might have actually been it that I saw the been. field goal and I went right
1: to bed. I just, I didn't even <laughs> want to deal with it. You the just, stress of it just, just made me so mad. You seem to it. I can't, defeated, I can't take it.
0: After that, though, I still expected to lose. I still had to sweat that out, and I was thinking now that just gave me false hope. Like I'm gonna sit here and watch the whole game, just waiting for
1: that yeah, day. So you sweat it out, and I just went to bed because I'm like, screw it. I'm not even gonna deal with this. Can't, every
0: can't take it. Every Cowboys drive, once they got close enough, it, like they need a touchdown now. Like I, I can't have them settle for a field goal, and then they'd get a touchdown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, everything so awesome. went right. It wasn't an extra point, at least I guess. So do you have yeah. something to give to Mike then? Yeah, uh, I don't know why I'm giving this to you because you won last year, but here you go. We'll hand it over to Andy because we're across the room that's from each That's
0: because other. I I relinquished it. I was so sure I was going to. You didn't relinquish. I didn't touch it. It that was, did, the f- that was the first time touching it. Andy did touch <laughs> it, and it did. Stay that's the at first his house.
1: time I touched that thing in like five years too.
0: So it's back. <laughs> the trophy is going where it belongs. It has to go on my wall. There's now like a spot, a clean spot on the wall where that's been hanging yeah. for years.
1: So yeah, I can't. I don't even know where it went on my wall. I can't even tell.
0: All right. So what was? The, so what is the actual record right now, Stan? So Pete won the first three pinchy bowls. And with this comeback, that puts my winning streak up to six. Oh, my God. So in nine years, it's three and six. That means that next season we'll be entering a real landmark milestone Pinchy Bowl of Pinchy Bowl 10, Pinchy Bowl X. It's going to be my year. I got this. Pete's probably going to draft to just have all week nine players. Yeah.
1: And when I win this, I'm done with fantasy. You're done. Like I'm taking the trophy and I'm keeping it. You so pretty, p- you
2: pretty so you pretty much jinx yourself. You're never gonna win the pinch. I'm never gonna you know, win.
1: You, you
0: know pitchable. you threaten to quit fantasy though a lot. <laughs> yeah, I do. I know. Now, Andy, do you think we should allow Pete to stay with the podcast if he quits fantasy?
2: I don't know. I mean, he might be the best member of the podcast then at that point because he's gonna have so much extra time on his hands. To actually,
1: that's
0: true. It. I would, I would assume you would just be gone, and you would have the probable to return podcast <laughs> with Chris from Ireland as your co-host.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call that guy up, so <laughs> get him on my podcast. I hear he's available. I'm podcast Pete. Probable to return. <laughs> <laughs> That's all my corrections, fellas. So what I'm kind of afraid of is,
2: I was the last one to touch that trophy last week. So Mike and I had our inaugural Kringle Bowl. That's we're, we're lovingly calling it. So he and I played head-to-head this week, and I'm getting destroyed. I
0: Absolutely destroyed. I think I had my all-time greatest week in fantasy. That sounds fantastic. I, had a, I scored 171.9. So when I felt the prick in my hair last week as I was reaching over to give Pete the Pinchy Bowl trophy, was that you? It The trophy sucked away all your fantasy power, and now I have it.
1: Pinchy haunts us all. And. Haunts us all.
0: (laughs) You may have, it might have been a little oversight on your part. You didn't know we played the next week. I play uh, you guys back to back. That's brutal. That is brutal. So, I mean,
2: so we're, our players are currently done right now. So, it's it's actually our, our game is final, barring any huge scoring corrections.
0: Like huge, huge, (laughs) huge. Uh, As
2: you'll see, I'm currently losing to you 171.9 to 79.
1: (laughs) Like they had to like mess up like player numbers. Oh my God. like multiple like yeah you, i can't well and two also as a lot of you play fantasy football probably you probably have 10 person teams i heard is 14 teams it's pretty tough to get 170 points in our league it's usually around yeah. what 110 yeah. whereas that scoring kind of has bumped right. up a little bit this year but I 170 think, is a lot that's, i think that's the, impressive i
0: think the top team in the league scores about 118 a game yeah is the best right. team
2: so, yeah. So I, and I'm I, bottom. I did have a high this week. So. Uh, this year, like 182 ish, something like that. So, I have that going for me, I guess. But I did also leave 70 some points on the bench, which still wouldn't have mattered. I know. That's, still wouldn't the, no, that's something that's Pete part. would do. That's the crazy part. <laughs> oh, I made all the wrong choices this week. I mean, I, I started a defense that got me negative six. and Unbelievable. When, so why,
1: cool. when did you turn into me? This is awesome. I love it. <laughs> I don't it. know. Feel my pain.
2: That's what I get that's for funny. bragging about winning three championships
0: in this league so it looks like it'll cost all over now it's gonna start costing the dynasty's over a kringle every year because we both enjoy kringle there's times you buy a kringle for watching a packers game and i sit down and eat the whole thing yes because it makes me feel better about myself to watch you just stuff your face so we'll have to make it so the loser buys a kringle every week just what we need is to be eating more and more lobster dinner with a washing a down of kringle i would never eat a lobster they're beautiful creatures make great pets. <laughs> don't get me started
1: next next
0: <laughs> well i think that'll wrap up then our pinchy talk i won't torture pete anymore yeah, you have to wait another year for that maybe we'll see i won't torture pete anymore or i will let's go into the mail bag <laughs> oh great <laughs> i had a we, bad week we got a mail I was so tired we Just got a mail from uh, adam Adam. Yeah, Adam wanted to call out a hot take you made earlier in the year. Ooh, hot take. Give you a little prediction. A little prediction Pre- repeat
1: action. Hmm. Previously on QTR. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think the Rams are gonna I don't even think they're gonna lose. That's my, that's my bold pick, I guess. You're calling it you're I, calling I'm undefeated. Calling it. I'm calling pick? undefeated. Take it to Vegas. Take it to Vegas. <laughs>
2: Pete's going to Vegas with an
0: undefeated Rams team. <laughs> did you bet that? Did you bet the Rams to go
1: 16-0? No. 16 and 0? No, oh, no th- I didn't bet that at all. Good thing. <laughs> so what, what, what did he have to say?
0: Uh, he just said, I would like to congratulate Predictor Pete for his hot take that the Rams would go undefeated. So he was just kind of rubbing it in that, yeah. that your prediction was wrong. You but, know what?
1: I do love it, though, because at least they're listening to more than one episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. that was what, episode three or something? Yeah, so thanks, glasses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, Pete, would you like...
1: <laughs> Great, that's awesome.
0: Would you like to change your prediction for who wins the NFC? Uh- <laughs> Are you going to flip-flop here? Yeah, are you going to flip-flop now? I'm to flip-flop. So then we can what, what,
1: you,
2: what team are you going to jinx next?
1: Yeah. What team are you going to jinx <laughs> so next? We what, what guys, you want me to just pick the Bears because I could just jinx another team? You probably should. I probably should. No, I, uh, I think I will That's because what, the that, Rams really really have had rough a rough time the last three weeks. Even today, they almost lost against the Seahawks. So. They have a good teams win, though. Saints are so good, 51-14 to 14 today. Saints
0: have looked good. So would you like to, at this moment, predict the Saints to make the yeah. Super Bowl over yeah, the Rams? Yeah, okay. Okay, you're locked in. Saints.
2: I'm picking the Saints. All right, so Pete's back in on the Saints. Back in on the Saints. Victor Pete's on the Saints.
0: I'm going to stick with the Rams to win the NFC. Okay. I am as well. I'm going to stay pat. I hear they have Akib Talib starting to get into shape to come off of uh, IR. He's going to be one of their returns. I think that's a big get. And also, I just think their division stinks so bad that they could still end up with a better record. In all than, fairness,
2: like, I actually do appreciate that the Saints took him to the woodshed a little bit because that does make them needing to play every week necessary for fantasy purposes. I do have Todd Gurley, so I mean, for me, I, d- I don't want to see him mail it in like week 13.
0: Yeah, as a Todd Gurley owner, you don't want to see his two carries and then hit the bench in like yep, week 15, 16,
2: So, Not that I'd I'd probably make the wrong choice anyway, so whatever.
0: Yeah. Gurley's not going to get you that extra 92 points you need to win.
2: Yeah, the Bears are kind of an interesting one, which is unfortunate for us. I don't like to see that. I know yeah. our our friend Matt from Man Still Podcast would love that. He's a big Bears fan. Yeah. But I do not like that at all.
0: The Bears are one of the surprise teams and they're young. Where did Mitch Trubisky come from? He was a I, bum last year. I think you got to give uh, Nagy a lot of credit. He seems to have completely reinvented their offense from the. They were mm-hmm. the. Power run with Jordan Howard team under uh, Fox, and yeah. now they're the another young coach coming back in and just switching around a franchise. Yeah, Pack, Packers hmm. still
1: beat them, so whatever.
0: Hmm, a we'll young a young coach coming and putting a shot of life into the offense sounds nice. Yeah, sounds huh. nice. Hmm. Only anyway. a
2: dream. So another person that wrote in, uh, Mystery Dan, podcast listener. Thank you for writing in. He says he's enjoying the podcast. He wants us to keep it up. We'll do our best, Dan. Um, but what are other what are some other shows or podcasts that you like to listen to? So I think for me, um, I'll kick this one off and you guys can chime in. I'm a I was a big fan of like Zabin on Bob and Brian in the morning, and I was kind of disappointed. I think a week ago now, uh, be two weeks on Monday, I think was his last day, and there wasn't much fanfare, wasn't much said about it. But he does have a podcast, and he talked about it a little bit. I think that was a little sad for me because. I always just enjoyed that little segment. It was a nice, it was around the commute to work in the morning, but it was a good little 40 minutes, half hour to 40 minutes where they kind of bantered back and forth. And so I listened to his podcast. It's still pretty good. I I mean, it's interesting to hear his take. It's just different not having the back and forth feedback. It's interesting having a one person podcast. um, And I, Bob and Brian just, that's what I kind of listened for was that sports. back And forth?
0: Zabin had been a staple of theirs for so long. He had been over 20 years. Yeah. It's kind of weird. i looked look, I just always associate Zabin with Bob and Brian because that's where I first heard of him. And right. Where he always came up. And they did so much stuff together
2: between um, like the fundraising stuff and the Bob and Brian Open and the whenever like Washington played and the Packers. Like they always went out the trips. So it was interesting to hear about the road trip. And then when he came into Wisconsin, went to Lambeau. I think he was part of the Fire Ted thing originally. And then, mm-hmm. then we went to the Super Bowl, which kind of was, it was just a funny bit. So we're, I, I'm going to miss hearing him, but there's rumors that he's doing potentially doing a sh- thing with drew olson on espn ninety four five here in milwaukee so i don't know maybe it'll just be his podcast but it'll be interesting to see but other than that what do you like to listen to pete mike
0: i listen to bill simmons a lot uh especially the ones he does with cousin sal that are guests the the nfl lines every week that's probably my favorite podcast Uh, Is that because you're also a gambling man? I am a gambling man. I've been known to have a little action on some games from time to time. Uh, I I like a lot of the stuff Bill Simmons does, so I listen to the Ringer NFL podcast. I would uh, highly recommend stuff by Robert Mays on there. I think he's probably my favorite of their writers. And then I also listen to the CBS Fantasy podcast, I think. That's probably my favorite fantasy one. So those are the main ones.
1: Yeah, I kind of... Don't listen to many sports or many podcasts, honestly. I listen to a lot of local um, talk radio, sports talk radio on the way to work. But I do listen to Doug Loves Movies, if that has anything to do with anything. I do love movies. Doug Benson, he's pretty great. So I do listen to that. And then I listen to Ann Still podcast. Yeah we, plug. yeah, we have been. I have to plug that. Yeah, we have been supporting our, my our friends
2: over there at Ann still, So I'll, I'll admit, too, I've been listening to them. Plus, it's kind of re- rejuvenated my my enjoyment of the ufc so credit them for that definitely
0: yeah we were just watching the uh the knockout from last night one of the crazy (laughs) craziest finishes to a fight i have ever seen he got knocked out with one second left elbow to the temple look at that oh my elbow an upward elbow the guy ducked down and elbowed up that was amazing i've never seen that before no i can't wait to hear the posse's take on that yeah so looking at some news, the Packers made a flurry of moves. Uh, Geronimo Allison, he went to IR. We signed Ibrahim Campbell from the Jets and released everyone's favorite backup punter on the team, Drew Kaiser. Sorry to see him go. We added Will Redman from the practice squad and Andy Jermaine Whitehead is gone. You no longer have to worry about him. Thank
2: goodness, because I get him and Breland confused on a weekly basis. So, sorry, fans, but we don't have to worry about it anymore.
0: Yeah, Whitehead, he threw a slap. Cut. <laughs> Hope he learned a lesson. Uh, also in Packers news, Ted Thompson. He's going to be in the Packers Hall of Fame. Probably deserving of that. He did draft Aaron Rodgers. They won a Super Bowl. So, good for you, Ted. <laughs> good
1: yes. Congrats, so congrats.
0: There hasn't been a lot of good Badgers news lately. So I've just got a couple little things to throw in, try to get people a little excited about the Badgers. Badger basketball started. They beat Coppin State. No idea where that school even is. Are they ranked? No, they're are, just outside they, of the
2: ranking. So Badgers are just outside?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, not too far. Yeah, they're getting votes. They'd probably be like 30th. But Ethan Happ, triple-double to start the season. Which Which starts the season? Impressive. Which is interesting because I'm wondering: Is Ethan Happ? Are they going to run the offense through him like one Frank Kaminsky? Frank the Tank. Now, and no one jump on me for comparing Ethan Happ to Frank Kaminsky. Hot take? No. Oh, okay. Ethan Happ is three inches shorter and can't shoot. Mm -hmm. Franco's National Player of the Year, but it could be a situation where Happ leads the team in like every statistical category, just running the offense through him. So. Something to keep an eye on. And then Badgers football, lost again. Jack Cohn just couldn't lead him to victory at Penn State. But in that game, Jonathan Taylor becomes the fourth Badgers running back with back-to-back 1,500-yard seasons, joining Ron Dane, Monty Ball, Melvin
1: Gordon. Good company. That's very good company. See if he can uh, bring, bring that to the NFL. Yeah, Badgers yeah. have a couple of good running backs yeah. in the NFL right yeah. Yeah, now. So, don't right? forget
0: James White. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm just be happy if they actually win the bowl game that we're gonna
0: play pre Christmas.
1: Yeah, Sun Bowl. There's one in California too. I forget what the name was. I'll have to look that there's up and have it t- read next There's So week.
0: many bowls now, I can't even remember what all of them are. Yeah, just
1: the questionable to return bowl. Ooh, that one's Ooh. coming. Someday. Ooh. Someday. Someday we would have made
0: it. Someday. Maybe we can get Davidson in there the most fun rushing team in the country. Yeah. Would move they up. have 700? Yeah. Move, move over, Badgers. Oh, right. God. They lost that game too, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. Oh, I amazing. believe they run some sort of goofy system where they yeah. just run the ball and they'll play defense. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: let's move into some NFL talk right now. Uh, Sam Bradford, he had to see him go, but he got released by the Arizona Cardinals this week. Great talent, number of teams, but
0: never got quite healthy with that knee. Yeah, he had a good run. He he always was paid very handsomely, very handsomely <laughs> rewarded, and right. and even you know the teams that had him before Arizona all happy to have Sam Bradford. Yeah. So
1: his knee's as good as my back. Yeah,
0: just a lot of a lot of bone a on bone, wobbly. Need and a little, a, lot of, I a can't, little WD forty. Can't imagine
1: bone on bone in your knee. Yeah. trying to play it's football. It's
2: like I feel I feel bad for him, sad, but then I don't. I mean, he got paid like you said, paid pretty well. Oh yeah, uh, he's gonna be pretty well off. Probably see him in the booth at some point, the way I, that the he'll be PSL. on the ESPN. And TV show. Shoving
1: going. buddies somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Take over Terry Bradshaw, maybe. Des Bryant has an exciting
2: signing with the Saints. Ooh. And ooh really? Played all of two practices, and then what happens?
0: Uh, ruptured Achilles? Popped. Boom. Season and potentially career gone. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I mean, I do kind of feel. For the Saints, just they've had a lot of injuries at wide receiver and it made them interesting. There was at least an interesting talking point of how does Des fit into their team? Well, oh, yeah, another
1: doesn't. weapon. Yeah, it's like that's something they need. Yeah, they still won 51 to 14 today, I know, so I think they're okay. Yeah, yeah, poor Saints. You're talking about uh, superstars though. Bell, he was spotted in Pittsburgh, hooping it up. Woo-woo. Hooping it up—that's That's
0: exciting news. Yeah, if he was a basketball player, yes. but he plays running back, so he does. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like he's coming. I'm thinking he's just sitting out the year. That's a good idea. I don't. I don't think it's bad. Because if you're Pittsburgh, if you're the Steelers, Do you want to franchise him again? I don't think so. I mean, if, even if the season doesn't count, and they,
2: like, what's the they, point? They cannot be healthy for their locker room. You talk about the Packers locker room kind of being in a little bit of limbo. I can't even imagine what that. That Pittsburgh locker room is going to be like it. I think you kind of get rid of the circus that is Le'Veon Bell from year to year and let him go on his merry Mm. way. You've got James Conner. Conner is filled in just fine. Right.
1: Yeah, he'll look good in a Patriots uniform next year. Don't even say that. I mean, come on. Come on.
0: (laughs) I'm just hoping, like. The Jets overpay. That <laughs> right. Bell's just looking for money. Jets, the Jets or Browns or somebody. The Jets go, here right. you go. Here's yeah. all the money in the world.
1: No, the the Patriots will pay him less money, and he'll go there and win a championship.
0: Well, here's what will happen. The, the Jets will sign him to some ridiculous contract, cut him after one year, and then he'll be a Patriot. Oh, right. That's how <laughs> there, you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: something, something like that.
2: So the Sears will get their third-round pick as a commissary pick, and then uh, they'll go right into having James Conner locked up till 2020, and then uh, he'll hold out, and then they'll get to do this all over again in a year or so. So. Unfortunately, there's that. But in other news, um, Buffalo Bills Ooh. had an interesting week this week. Their fans decided they had enough, and they started a GoFundMe page uh, hoping to raise a million dollars so that their third stringer would go lie on a beach somewhere and not play quarterback for them. So Peterman would go away. That's amazing. Wow. But do they, they want to take that they're back? There's such, they're such a, a big group of fans. That they decided to try to raise some money to get rid of their quarterback. <laughs> but, I mean, they, in all fairness, they only had, they only raised two hundred twenty-seven dollars. That's incredibly
0: at, short of their goal. But do you think? Let's just say Nathan Peterson said, "I'm in on this. I will leave." But is a million dollars enough? I mean, he's got to be making decent money as a backup, man, right? or even if he's making less than that, though, if he has the hope of maybe sticking around a couple of years and being on an NFL roster, I think they should have aimed higher and missed their goal <laughs> by even more. Yeah. Been like, they raised $200 and shooting for $4 million.
2: But seriously, <laughs> as a player, like how demoralizing is that? That the whole fan base is trying to raise money so you do not play for
0: them. And one thing you can say in favor of the Bills fans is, they were right, because Matt Barkley got signed off the street and had a better game than Nathan Peterman's looked, ever had. career is And they lit the Jets up. <laughs> Two <laughs> that touchdowns. So
2: that was the defense that I started against Mike that went negative <laughs> six. Yeah, good yeah. job. Because I thought it was a shoe-in. The, the Bills. Shoe-in. I thought I'm like either getting Nathan Peterman off an like, interception machine or you're getting Matt Barkley off the street. Yeah. Either way, they're going to destroy
0: Buffalo. Don't forget. And I was wrong. They
1: still have Shady. They still have 26 carries, 113 yards, two touchdowns. But
0: no, Andy made the right call because I, in a different league, I picked up the Jets defense to start them because the Bills' offense had been so bad. They were struggling to get double-digit points every week. Oh, no.
1: It's just 41 um, this week. Yeah. You're welcome, Bill. 41 to 10.
2: And the last thing I had is Drew Brees continues his record-breaking season. Um, I think he's, what, no, number two scoring overall
1: him and Brady are switching off right yeah they,
2: teaming
0: it. yeah they are in a tight race for chasing Peyton Manning's number yep. career touchdown passes so Breezy's passed up five right yep nice. and is it going to be one of those things where Breeze and Brady neither wants to retire they want to both be the king touchdown passes maybe I think Brady is one year older or is he two years older
2: I don't know, that'll Actually be on Stat we'll Corrections. Yeah, because, I mean, we'll you know. if only
0: there was something you could look that up. I don't know. I, I some... don't have anything
1: in front of me right it's now. Like, so. is
0: that in? Would that be in an encyclopedia? I'll,
1: I'll have to check it tomorrow. I don't know. B for Brady? B, B for yeah. Breeze? Yeah.
0: I'll get my B encyclopedia yeah. out and look that up. But in, another thing he also said, he had 150th
2: NFL win as a starting quarterback, so that's pretty huge. It's a good milestone for him.
0: Yeah, especially for the Saints franchise because they were – Known as being like the joke of the NFL before Sean Payton and Drew Brees came along. Sean Payton was a Packer
1: coach, possibly.
0: Oh, yeah. Remember that? We were interested. We interviewed him, him, right? Right. Would you like Sean Payton to be our coach right now? I'd take him. (laughs) So so Drew Brees is 37 years old. Tom Brady is 41. Isn't Drew Brees 39? Man, we're really going to get stat corrections on this one. Are you on encyclopedia.com? Under B Breeze?
2: I just said oh yeah, he's thirty
0: nine. Are you on Netscape? Do you so, see? He's on. so Drew Brees is thirty nine and Tom Brady's forty one. Oh, I see here. It says uh if you go to drewbreeze.angelfire.com, dot angelfire dot com and has him at thirty seven years old, but that site hasn't been updated, so
1: I was just doing the first look on Google.
0: <laughs> it's a bright trying,
1: to, trying to quick a bright gold background. <laughs> Black text on it. Right.
0: With like flames under
2: construction.
1: All aerial.
0: All aerial (laughs) font. The only other thing on there is a review of a paintball gun. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Nice.
2: All right. So we'll move right into Packers news. Today they take care of the Dolphins. You guys
0: have anything hot to take about that one? Was this finally the Aaron Jones show everyone was hoping for? I think we almost called it last week, right? Everyone's been saying... You know, he's going to have this monster game eventually. But he did only get 15, 15 carries. carries he, had, f- he had 14 carries last oh, week. So, so it's, disgusting. It's not like he got fed the ball a ton, but he, he just did the most with it. He has. He did have a season high in carries, 15, and a season <laughs> high in catches with three. So th- that breaks his previous season highs of 14 and 2.
1: As much as the career, g- career game looks amazing for him, it's maybe not – because it's f- maybe just the Dolphins defense, but... I don't know. I'll still say he he broke out despite Mike McCarthy's offense. Definitely. Yeah, think, he finally had that big run.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, it looks good. Because he has so many runs that go for, like, 10 or 12 yards mm-hmm. that look like they could go for 60 if he was able to just get, you know, one little move on a safety yeah. or a block downfield. And he had that one just right up the gut today right. that went for, you know, 67. And it's good to finally see one of those where... Just off to races. Yeah, I was really hoping that
2: he'd finish that one off, but he got caught behind by the safety. So yeah. Didn't quite at the speed to get it done.
0: This was a
1: game where the Dolphins, they had a lot of guys out on that offensive line. They two tackles and a guard, I believe. So uh, the Packers ended up racking up six sacks on the day. So I think it was overall, I mean, they won. I mean, can't the, be the disappointed t-
0: with that. But. Their tackles were out. So, I mean, you said they had six yeah, sacks. So I mean, so, so obviously... I mean You know who's Perry and Clay must have went right. nuts. No,
1: no. Lowry, oh, no. Clark, no. Fackrell. Right. Let's who else? Gilbert? Yeah. I got two more. Green. Travis Adams. Raven Raven. Green. That's so Raven. <laughs>
2: and Adams. So I think what's interesting is I mean I you know you guys will be shocked, but Nick Perry hurt. Oh. Perry got hurt.
0: Mm. He got his weekly injury.
1: <laughs> the knee injury?
2: Hey. I don't know. McCarthy will probably stick up for him. You know, it takes a long time to get back from an injury and then just to get injured again.
1: Oh, no. Mac hasn't been to the injury room yet. So he oh doesn't know. God. He we doesn't jo- know yet. We
0: joke that Bulaga gets his yearly injury.
1: Perry gets his weekly injury. Weekly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Every he's, game. But he's not wearing a club. He usually has a club on his hand. So I, mean, I guess that's not, not so bad. Well, not good. <laughs> and we talked about one of those guys getting the sack
0: green. Yeah. We, roster moves. We send. Ty Montgomery to the Ravens, and we replace him with a Raven. Raven Green.
1: Not bad. I like it.
2: I did find another interesting part was, like, there there was a punt return and the offensive line, backup offensive lineman Patrick picked it up and got taken out and landed on his head. Now, he fumbled. I had a question for you guys. Aren't you technically down if your head lands first, or is that technically a fair play? We'll have
1: to ask John Madden about that. Yeah. (laughs) I... I think you're down. I'm pretty sure you're down. Anything, well, anything that well, uh, your hand can touch. Maybe oh. you're not down with your head. I don't know. Maybe the XFL can fix this rule too.
0: Yeah, we'll have to look into that because I want to say there's been times the receivers like kind of flipped upside down, right. and Fumbled like while well, almost doing. The if hand you land on there. your
1: head, you have to be down because. Yeah, have to be. I I'll try. To,
2: I'll try to find that clip and actually post it. It was quite interesting. But yeah, he got he his head wrapped around and, and tucked underneath and land right on it. And I think he was out because he yeah. he was no longer yeah. able to hold on to the football at that point. Hands stirred out and luckily his done. vertebrae
0: were there to break his fall.
2: Way <laughs> down. <laughs> oh, oh, <man. laughs> so other than that, we enjoyed some food while watching the game. So that was probably the highlight.
1: I would. Uh, yeah, I was more concentrating on food today. Sorry about that, but. We got a couple of games coming up, though. We all were.
0: Andy came in. He walked in the door. First thing all he does, a, first thing Go he ahead. does is Kringle. Okay. Just puts it right in my face. Dude. Cherry cheesecake Kringle, the greatest stuff up, ever made. You were
2: up by a hundred points.
0: I know, but I didn't need to eat a whole Kringle at that point. But you just had to. You just had to. Put it's never a, a matter of need. Just put me in a food coma, so I can't even pay attention to the. Uh, You're welcome. Game. But another guy we're speaking about, Aaron Jones, Valdez Scantling didn't have a huge game, but he made some more nice catches. He seems like he's cemented in as the number two receiver. I, I mean, think
2: especially with Geronimo out, I think with, he's really found his niche and place in this offense. He looked good again today.
0: And I know we all we said we were all in a food coma today, but uh, is Cobb alive?
2: No, my my adoptive Packers, I think I think he's
0: done. Is it just? Turn the offense over to Valdez Scantling. That he just is receiver opposite Devante going forward this season into next. And I just
2: think he's just so much more effective in that role. I think he has he's a little bit quicker step. He has. I mean, he has a good route tree. I think he runs the right routes. I think Aaron has has faith in him and trust. I mean, we we read somewhere where he reached out to him at the halftime and told him run slightly different routes. So I, I think he believes in him and I think he's a coachable player. So I think that's what you're gonna see going forward. Which is unfortunate because I'm a I'm a big fan of Randall Cobb.
1: It I did, really I really do think just that going back to this game, though. I mean, the Packers are kind of lucky. the The Dolphins really fumbled the ball, not fumbled the ball, but they they kind of messed up on metaphorically the metaphorically fumbled this game because they they scored a lot of field goals, but yet Williams with the fumble, and they they couldn't get anything out of it. So right. the Packers may may have gotten lucky in this game. Like Rogers didn't Rogers didn't really do anything great. He wasn't still looking like the Rodgers we know
2: it's interesting I mean the defense gave up three fourth downs too I think that was kind of
1: Ugh. we had a fake punt fake punt to get a first down Dolphins also
0: pulling out the uh special teams trick plays right, they right. did the same thing I mean
1: it, I don't know it, it's not very uh I can't think of the word so, so promise like, promising I guess to to me good going into oh. against the Seahawks who just put up a fight against the Rams
2: so I have a question for you guys, and I want to get your take. So today we had um, another fumble on special teams. Tremont Williams gave up the ball. Um, we had that We had the trick punt where he's so Raven got the first down. <laughs> but then we also got our punt blocked. So mm. is, is Ron Zook's time up in Green Bay?
0: Mm, you might have to say it is. Because has our special teams ever been good under Zook? I don't think so. I mean, what's the most promising thing about our specialty? I guess Mason Crosby's consistent, but I don't think that has anything to do with his look. The long snapper's been good. The
1: long snapper's been fine. I haven't seen any mistakes there. Uh, Although he fumbled the ball. Is is Patrick the long snapper? He's a backup center? Sorry about that. No, it's a random
0: name (laughs) that none of us will guess. Just (laughs) look it up for next week. Uh, J.K. Rowling, despite
1: um, writing
0: (laughs) great books, also has found a way to be a good holder. Yeah. So that's been yeah. fine. Uh, Lots of
1: positives right now.
0: I guess Trevor Davis kick returns were the best thing. Maybe under Zuck. Yeah, he's coming back. He supposedly he's coming supposedly coming back. Supposedly, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't we'll
1: know. Cut the head I mean, off the snake and they're all leaving anyway. So it might be, uh, I might mean, be clean house again. Right. Right. Because we've been talking about
2: my, Mike McCarthy's fate also um, kind of up in question. For the remainder of the year and going into next year. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is struggling again this year. He's at a career low with completion percentage. He's at 60.6 before going into this week's game. And what's interesting is he's at a career low and he ranks 28th overall in the NFL and he's ahead of only six quarterbacks.
0: That is shocking. That is it's shocking. Let's see
2: if you guys can name him
1: mm. Baker Mayfield. Baker
0: Mayfield won. Does Nathan Peterman qualify? Uh, if not him, <laughs> any other Bills quarterback? Josh Allen. Yep, he's on there too. I'll help you out, C.J. Beathard. He's also oh, ahead Beathard. of C.J. Beathard. Oh. Good, good, good for him. Uh, is it? Is he ahead of the group of rookies who all are Josh not playing Rosen. well? Josh Yeah. Darnold. So those are the only Darnold. six
2: players. It's all the rookie quarterbacks and C.J. Beathard. That is it.
0: Yeah. That is that's really disappointing to hear. Like, you just would never guess that out of an Aaron Rodgers season.
2: I mean, his completion, I mean, his quarterback rating is 98.9, which isn't terrible, but it's definitely low for for
0: him. For him, yeah. It always helps. uh, His touchdown to interception ratio is always so good that it seems like his quarterback rating will always be, you know, reasonably good. But when the completion percentage is that down, it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier. Does Rodgers pass up too many short throws? And it really seems like he is. If, you know, if you're behind Ryan Tannehill and Brock Osweiler in completion percentage, maybe you are just looking downfield
1: too much. I mean, when does it come to that the guy's injury has has affected him until now? Or is it that
2: the fact that he he tries to – I mean, maybe early on with with that injury, he was throwing the ball away more. Um and even now when he rolls out, he seems to throw the ball away more than I think I've seen in Aaron Rodgers in the past and some of the injury. I, I'm not sure it's an accuracy problem. I think he still seems as accurate as ever. But it, guys just aren't open.
1: Not could, open and maybe – I mean, he's had such a trust factor with Jordy Nelson too. I mean, he's, he's got new guys in there. He's just trying to feel them out. you got Allison goes down and Cobb's not in there. Right, You're, you're trying to go with Scantling – I Jimmy I mean, Graham's sorry, great,
2: but yeah, so and Jimmy Graham's getting a little bit better, but I mean it's not what you hoped you're And I
1: guess
0: as much as we were saying that uh Valdez Scantling looks good, it is a huge drop off then if like, oh, Adams and Scant Valdez Scantling look good, and then it's like throwing to who yeah. Jimmy yeah. Graham, St. Brown, Kendricks. It it I mean, is not a real deep team of yeah. pass catchers.
2: Like I said, like Val DeScanling's been in the bright spot. He has like 21.1 yards per catch and it ranks second in the league behind Deshaun Jackson of Tampa Bay, which is pretty amazing if you think yeah. about
0: it. Because it's, it's, uh we did it last year with running back and this year with wide receivers, the shotgun approach of draft a cluster of them and hope that one or two pan out. And with running backs, yeah, we got Jones who looks good and Williams at least is a solid guy to rotate in. I don't think he's anything that special but a yeah, good blocker yeah stuff. he's a good so blocker he does, does the, the dirty things and this rookie class of wide receivers valdez scantling looks good and then it's like you can't really count on the other guy go- saint brown it, it, the
1: potential is probably there but he's got a long way to go i feel still
0: yeah and then
1: Moore, who
0: i think was the highest pick of all of them yeah Jamar
1: well, Moore. yeah he never he has a field really he, i think yeah, he's, he's a lot of drops in the preseason i believe
0: yeah so you're counting on quite a bit of inexperience, even, you know, Jimmy Graham is someone who doesn't have that rapport with Rodgers, like the yeah, way you, you said, only one target today. Jordy Nelson had with Rodgers, like yeah. you can't just create that over a half a season. Definitely. So,
1: I mean, he's got Devontae Adams, but when you're double double covered the whole game, you don't have Devontae Adams and Jordy and Cobb. Like it's a, it's a changing of the guard at that wide receiver position. And hopefully next year when Allison does come back and you kind of get the young guys are not young anymore. You'll see a difference, I feel.
0: Well, if you're lacking depth at pass catcher, I mean, if only you had a good running back and you could just build the offense around running the ball. Right. It would be nice.
1: Kind of like an Amon Green type He breaks tackles. Yeah. He can run past everybody, gets about five yards yeah, a pop. That, I mean, you could probably give him the ball about 20 times, five passes a game.
2: Yeah, that, he even has good hands and can dump it off and create
1: something. Huh. I wonder if we'll ever get a guy like that. Yeah. Maybe that, like on Bell?
0: Mm. <laughs> like that season, yeah, where we really committed to making Green the future of the offense, and Brett Favre said it did wonders for his career. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wish we had a coach who would uh, do that for uh, for Rodgers. So maybe Mike Sherman's
1: available yeah. to come back. I'm sure he's coaching a high school team.
0: So we took care of
2: the Dolphins. Um, we have a quick turnaround. We take on the Seahawks on Thursday night.
1: I'm not too pumped about this game.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Last time. At I, Seattle, too.
1: I remember a Seattle away game very yeah. vividly in my <laughs> head. So, uh,
0: Is it the horrible NFC Championship game, or is it the one where you punched your hands through all the walls and broke Oh, well,
1: punch <laughs> not through the walls. I tried to punch a solid bar. Oh, yeah. yeah that thing goes so well. Bar, dumber, dumber, on but, one. Yeah. bar one on that one. Bar one. At Seattle. That's just, another story.
0: At Seattle always makes me nervous. Yeah. It, they're just one of those teams that. I feel like has a legit home field with the noise. Even. They are
1: they are a team that's up and down, kind of like us though. I mean, y- yeah. you don't know what you're going to get, maybe. So I, I think it'll still be a pretty good game.
2: Yeah, they came off a loss today to the the Rams, so we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Quick shout out to a couple of super fans that are going there, Josh, buddy, friend of mine. They're going out there. Have fun. Good luck. Enjoy the city. Bring that. I'm not sure what the game is going to be. Bring home a win. Yeah,
0: or not depending on what you want for the Packers season right now. Yeah. Going into this Dolphins game, I wouldn't have been disappointed if we had lost. Because now, I mean, 4-4-1, four, four, and one. do you want to be the 6th seed? No. I don't either. Nope. I'd rather tank
1: than be like the 6th seed. Yeah, I guess, I'm not, I'm not a, sure this team's equipped. I guess a question now out of this game, yeah, we won this game, but let's say we lose against Seattle. Do we fire Mac? Do we get rid of Mac, or is it just like whatever? That's not going to do anything? Yeah, I, I think, think Mac makes it through the season. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't see him leaving midseason.
0: Right. I think that's one of those uh, they have a nice sit-down after the season. and The Packers try to do it as professionally as possible. Yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Which is unfortunate because there's so many teams now that have potential ho- head coach availability that's going to need to fill. So, I mean, we're going to be in that pool with everybody right. else. The Browns are going to be in it. it, Looks sounds like. The Cowboys are going to be looking for a coach. Yeah, but when you
1: have Aaron Rodgers, it's a pretty
0: sexy job. That's true. I know uh, we had mentioned Josh McDaniels and Pete had mentioned uh, Lincoln Riley as being uh, potential candidates, and then you see those names linked to the Browns, which is kind of disappointing that you'd hate to see one of them hired.
1: Yeah, I think they're only linked to the Browns because they were from Cleveland or something like that, right? So
2: I don't know. It's it's hit or miss either way because, I mean, for example, you could have – oh, Aaron Rodgers is a bright spot, Is but is it? I mean, that's a that's a, a person you have to answer to, it. and you're going to have to try to sway to believe in your system instead of trying to mold a quarterback like you go to Cleveland and, and try to mold
0: Baker to how you want him. There has been stories of McCarthy not getting along with Aaron for like a couple of years now, just a lot of disagreeing about how the offense should be structured and play calling so you do wonder what the relationship is like behind the scenes. So moving on to NBA, our
2: Bucks. I mean, they completely shock us all. At least I was somewhat stunned at how they handled and took care of the Warriors. Yeah,
0: yeah. that, I mean, that's as impressive of a Bucks win as there's been in a while. Even with no Draymond Green... Curry gets hurt in the second half.
1: Yeah, but when Curry got hurt, they were up by 24-27. I mean, that game was over when yeah. Curry got hurt. It really got out of hand once he was gone. That's and,
0: the thing, yeah. We're holding Curry in check. It's not like, oh, Curry was lighting it up and then he got hurt, and that's why they lost. Like, that's not the case at all. So no Draymond Green, no
2: Boogie Cousins, but we still just destroyed them pretty, pretty handily. So that was a fun yeah, game was, to watch.
1: That was a good uh, statement game. Tough West Coast trip though. I mean they they're all done with it now. I'm recording this, so they go two and two. Yep, took care of the Nuggets today. Yeah, that was a pretty pretty amazing that, game. The last last two games we've seen Lopez do something that's been pretty impressive to me. Lopez shooting the three. He had six six against the Clippers, I believe, and eight tonight versus the right. Nuggets. So if I would have told you going into today's game, that Brooke Lopez
2: would be out rebounded by Clay Thompson by nine, <laughs> <laughs> seven foot, seven right? foot, seven foot, center, seven foot center, Brooke Lopez. But they're tied for th- number three points made on the season at thirty one, and now thirty nine because he had what eight today, eight against the Nuggets, yes.
1: which is yeah. it's crazy, That's, it's unbelievable what he's doing.
2: So he's getting out rebounded by Clay Thompson, but shooting better th- <laughs> from three point range than Clay Thompson.
0: Yeah, that, that game against the Warriors, I feel like that's really the statement game. I know they're two, two, two and two on the road trip, but beating the Warriors the way they did, like I said, Curry, by the time he left the game, he was 5 of 14 from the field, 0 for 4 from 3, and he had a minus 26 plus minus rating. So before he got hurt, it's not like he had done anything, and the Bucks just absolutely beat up on golden state yeah they just dominated them in the paint they
2: scored 84 points in the paint to the warriors 34 that's a 50 and, point differential in the paint alone
1: i mean that's insane 84 and, points in, in, the, in the paint
0: and i don't know about you guys but i expected golden state to still make even when the bucks had a halftime lead i expected golden state to make a big run and maybe even i thought it was kind of a coin flip even with a 13 point lead i just felt nervous being at golden state and Golden State came out and scored five quick points. Yeah. Got it down to eight, and I'm like, yeah, eh, here that. we go. And then the Bucs went off. That that third quarter might be their best basketball of the season. They scored 41 points.
2: Yeah, I think I had goosebumps watching that game. I mean, it was on late, but I think I remember texting you guys, and I'm like, this team's really special. This is probably one of the more special Bucks teams I think I can remember since maybe the Ray Allen, Glenn Robinson years of my youth where that was kind of a fun team to watch. This one's incredible.
0: Yeah, it really it's it's the most excited you should be about the Bucks in like seventeen years. Like we said, since they were actually winning playoff series, because it turns out we have the players we need around Giannis. It's just we needed a coach to oh, put yeah. in a modern right. the modern system.
1: The whole system has changed into a, yeah, they they play great defense too. Right. But the whole system of just anybody shoot if you're open shoot it. Giannis he'll find a guy wide open. You all sit at the three. Right. And uh, you shoot it and hit it and let it fly and we got it, so it's pretty amazing what the Bucks have done. I mean, they rank second in points, they're first in rebounds, they're second in assists, first in three-point makes, third in D rating. Like what they're doing right. defensively, I think is a huge thing too. You got to realize that they're yeah they're scoring a lot of points. They're second only to the Warriors by point something, but defensively this team is just really really showing it they're showing so much energy on that side of the ball granted we didn't really see it against the clippers i think that's where they kind of struggled but generally they've been really doing very well yeah i yeah. feel like
0: the clippers game is the only disappointing game on the road trip uh the portland game i'm not mad about no because no. i have some stats here that are pretty impressive is the Bucks have forced more mid-range jumpers than any other team in the league. So their whole philosophy is they want to protect the paint, and they'll allow people to shoot threes, but they want to contest those. But they'll give up mid-range jumpers because they're saying that's you know, the worst shot in basketball is a mid-to-long two. Right. Yeah. So against Portland, the Bucks let them shoot 21 mid-range jumpers. Everything went according to plan. Portland made 16 of them. 16 out of 20. They just shot at an incredible right. rate, and that's why the Bucks lost. Like, McCollum had 40 points. So, occasionally, you're going to get a game where the team just shoots lights out. Same thing happened when they lost to the Celtics. Yeah, I was going to
2: bring that same point up. Like, it, I'm okay, and I think you're going to have to be okay. There's going to be nights where teams just – they're just on. They're on. They're going to make their shots. Aside from, like you said, the Clippers game, I think this team – has shown that they can go toe to toe with anyone, and and, a, and if you put them up against a, a seven game series, I don't know if there's a team in, in the NBA that can take or right now beat.
1: Right. The I mean, you, in a you'll, it, but you even look at the Clippers game, and they kept the game close. Yes, the Clippers have hero. I forget his name, Montrell Montrez Montrez Harrell. Harrell. He just kind of dominated the Bucks. He somehow was just looked like Embiid out there, but. They stayed in that game. They went to overtime. Lou Williams is a late, late guy who really hits some big shots over his career. Yeah, but I, it's, it's just they're still in every game against the Nuggets today. They were within three, and then they just pull away at the end right. of that game. So I mean, it's so just pretty amazing what they're doing. Yeah,
2: so that's where we're sitting. We're at a sitting on a Bucks team where it had a Celtics team shoot lights out, a Portland team shoot lights out, and we took the Clippers to overtime and lost. I mean, I'll take it.
0: I'll take it. And we're hard on. Bledsoe in particular, but Bledsoe's bounced back and had some nice moments. He hit the three to send the Clippers game to overtime. Yep. that he, rattled in. Yeah, that was a nice three. He he had a pretty good game down the stretch today. A couple times when they really needed baskets, uh, when there was a tight game with the Nuggets, he came down and had the one layup with an end one uh, that put the Bucks up, I think, by three. And you know, Bledsoe's yeah, playing well. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna he,
2: eat, I'm gonna eat the crow. I, I talked about a little bit negatively on him a couple podcasts ago, a couple weeks ago. He's really turned, turned my belief around. I think he's an important member of this team. He's not a liability. I thought he was a defensive liability. He's not. I, I
0: fully take that, and I'll, I'll take the crow when it's,
2: when it's served for me.
0: You're not the only one who has to uh, eat his words. I said at the beginning of the season, everybody on the Bucks can shoot threes except for John Henson. John Henson, after today, is now shooting 39 point three percent from three point range made another one today yeah yes so what do you think i said he can't shoot threes what do you think a guy who can competently shoot threes what would you say a fair percentage for that is 30 yeah to be competent not great but not but but good enough to keep shooting them maybe like 33 33 to
1: 35 i would think
0: how about this then? If he finishes the season shooting thirty five percent or above from three, okay. I have to buy his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, <laughs> so
2: which are you gonna get? You're gonna get the classic buckster or You're
0: gonna get the Mecca jersey. Ooh. Um, not the Mecca jersey. Why? So, do you guys <laughs> like the Mecca jersey? They did this last season. They have a special jersey.
1: That jersey was nice last season. I love that Cream one. City, right? Cream City. That oh, looks, man. That was a hot sharp. jersey. It's hard to get that one.
0: That looks sharp. Uh, looking at this one, <laughs> yes, there's a, there's a lot going on here. There is there is too much going on. General
1: rule of thumb is maybe one to two colors. There's two shades of yellow. <laughs> I think one's good enough. Yeah, two shades of yellow. There's yellow, green, buck's
0: green numbers and letters. Okay. They got a red spot on the shoulder. All right. And then their shorts have yellow, blue, and green.
1: Is this an Olympics
0: logo? It seems like it. The first (laughs) thing that came to my mind is there's a lot of yellow, Uh green, and red. And I was thinking, why why does that seem... Why do those colors seem to go together in some way? And it's because, as you all know, I'm a big fan of flags. I love (laughs) flags of the world. Flags, yeah. I actually do... Because I always run soccer pools, and I always <laughs> put the team flags next to them to identify them. We do a lot of World Cup betting and oh, all that. Oh, World Cup, yeah. Red, green, we and can, yellow. If we
2: can bet on it, we're going to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll find a pool. Red, green, and yellow are very common for African countries, <laughs> like <laughs> Ghana, Senegal. Yes. Guinea. Nice. Good poll. Ethiopia. <laughs> oh, yes. Look up Ethiopia's soccer jersey. Okay. Oh, Let's it is there on here. it is yellow yeah. with, a, with a red <laughs> sleeve. Oh my goodness! And a blue sleeve. Are we gonna get copyright this <laughs> <segment>? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then a and then a blue circle with the star in it. It kind of reminds me of that. Where there's just there's too much going on, and all I can think of when I see that Mecca jersey, is soccer, African soccer jerseys. Oh my goodness. So that is what this Mecca is. So made. how
1: how how many times are you gonna wear this all year? Is it just once? I, no, hope I just don't think once. so. I think it's like. A dozen, to be totally honest. Oh. Uh, I think they wear it a lot. I I think Pete they wore the cream cities a lot.
0: Pete, if you don't mind us giving out a little personal info about oh, you, that's fine. You're a graphic designer.
1: Yes, I am. You <laughs> do this kind of stuff for a living. Yeah, well, not yeah. design jerseys, well, but design you stuff. You design,
0: sure. you design stuff. You've, you've you've designed sports logos for for schools. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you think of this box jersey?
1: Yeah, I just pulled it up here. I really. I'm in awe of how, I, of how bad it is. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, I just got nothing to say. This thing is just so terrible to me. It looks like they just loaded a bunch of
0: paint into a shotgun and fired it onto a basketball uniform and you just got colors
1: everywhere. There's too What's many colors. What's with the blue on the
0: shorts? Yeah. There's, there's blue trim for no reason. It's I think. Why do they are... keep
1: trying to add this blue into the colors? Cause of the lake? Like, I don't get the, I don't get it. I I get it if I they wanna the say with, with the floor, I
0: hate the blue. I get it if they wanna do blue though with like Cream City, just a touch of blue with I, green I, and cream. I feel like this is a uniform straight out of like yeah. semi pro with Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, so bad. It has this? no business in NBA. I hate it. I can't I don't take wanna it. I don't want You're are going to be
1: wearing it for twelve games this season. Piers 12 Red, twelve? Games. Oh, I was hoping it would just be one.
0: It is not.
1: So I, I have seen and you can make it work. You can make the Mecca floor work. I've seen a couple out there that actually almost replicated the exact floor. I think they had like a diamond in the middle with the number, and the font was actually the Mecca font, not the weird Bucks font with this weird color jersey, whatever they got going on. So I don't know. Fail. I don't like I, it. I don't know. Thumbs down.
2: If it was inspired by the Mecca floor, which was also inspired by the 20 year run from the Bucks Arena, they had a 582 and 209 record. And then he had Kareem playing on that team in City Moncrief, mm-hmm. Oscar Robinson, and the whole crew. If it brings the Bucks good luck, so be it. Wear it. Wear it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm all for it then. I'll tell you this. But if they lose, the, burn it. The John Henson jersey I'm going to have to buy at the end of the year? It's not going to be this one. <laughs> Deal. It's not going to be the uh, Ethiopian soccer team jersey. That says Harley <laughs> Davidson and Bucks oh, on it. Oh, oh man, with oh, the, oh, the Harley logo. Davidson patch on it too. Yeah, that oh. even—it's got a Nike symbol on one shoulder and the Harley Davidson
1: patch. So it
0: just seems cluttered. Oh. Everything about it just oh, it it offends it my so senses.
1: <laughs> Sorry, the I'm the the Harley logo doesn't even line up with the Bucks font. <laughs> yeah, like, as a graphic designer, it's gonna drive you more and, and then, more crazy um, the more you look at it. I can't. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, there's, well. there's two tones of blues on that shirt. Yes. Yes. There's, there's not one. There's two. I, I didn't hear you say that. Let's see how many colors we can cram so into the, this uniform. So, not even just number of colors. It's how many shades of multiple so colors jersey, we can have, too. the jersey starts out sunshine yellow and then goes to a deeper yellow and then goes back to sunshine. If, if
0: anybody out there can defend this jersey, please, <laughs> please. write into the mailbag. Yes, please do. I want to hear someone I defend can't, I
2: can't this. defend this. Even 70s loving... NBA fans would be like,
0: what the hell? There, and there's some jerseys I like that are kind of like ugly in a way that I can kind of appreciate because it kind of is from a different era, like the old uh, Astros uniforms sure. with, the, uh, sure. with the horizontal stripes. Sure. But this is just like a mess. This is a complete this is, mess. This is Futures MLB.
1: I'll, yeah. I'll take
2: Tampa Bay creamsicle orange. Oh, yeah. Over Any this. Day.
1: Oh, I love that creamsicle orange. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
0: I love creamsicles. It's Ooh. incredible.
1: Creamsicles. That sounds really delicious. Is there man. anybody
0: I can start a creamsicle bowl with? I need more food. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. More food. More food, please. You're gonna wash down
1: the Kringle with some creamsicles. I'm a big fan of a uh, creamsicle soda. So looking ahead to this, to the Bucks again. We got a six-game home home stretch here. Good to be home. Man, we've been playing a lot of games at home though. But uh, they got Memphis. Coming up on Wednesday, Chicago. Chicago on Friday. It's a Parker oh. reunion. <laughs> That'll be fun. So they only got two games this week before we talk again. So it's kind of nice. They had four games this, this last week. So it'll be nice to have a little bit of break in between. A little breather where but, we can um,
0: maybe get do a little deeper dive into each game. Yeah. Kind of had a look at this road trip as a whole. I think two and two. Feels about right. It certainly could have been three and one. Winning at Denver and at Golden State is very impressive.
1: Denver yeah, are... Denver's a very good team. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm, glad are... we, I'm glad we took care of Denver. Kind of squeaked
2: it out, but definitely came home with a win. But it'd be good to come home now, winning the last game on that road trip. Kind of feels good. Set the put the right foot forward coming back home.
0: Yeah, we got to keep pace with uh, Toronto. They are still at one loss on the year.
1: Who'd they lose to? The Bucks, of course. All right. Yeah granted Less and Giannis-less yeah, but I still think hey still, I, th- I think it kind of showed in that well they had a couple guys hurt too but kind of showed how deep we are oh yeah I feel I feel good about the Bucks. that's yeah. something that's going to be a normal thing we talk about is this depth and how I- Ilyasova and Lopez have just brought brought us to a different level compared to Terry and Tilladovich yeah, a
0: lot of guys from last year do not play Like Delvadova, Sterling Brown No Thon barely plays Right So yeah it's. Probably, it was good to see him get in during the Golden State game Yeah, he makes a, an appearance once in a
2: while When we're winning by 30 So with that guys, I think we have a lot more stuff to cover But we're I think we're reaching, getting close to our time So what do you guys think? A couple of guys reached out to me that I that listen to the podcast And were interested in us coming twice a week How do
1: you guys feel about that? I love it. Love it? I'm game. I love I love talking to everybody. I love bringing our opinions and bringing the fans' opinions. So, yeah. yeah, why not? I think let's shoot
2: for a, a Wednesday. Or th- how about Thursday this week? Thursday after, after the Packer, Packer game? Yeah, let's after do After Bucks that. game?
1: Oh, Sound I'm good. After the Packer game. Thursday night. Yep. Uh, I hate night games. I, I used to too. love yeah. night so, games. So
2: guess what? You're going to voice your displeasure in the middle of it while we,
0: we tape, That's a, true. tape a game. That's true. Episode. Oh God. We're all in our 30s now. We're too old for
1: night games. I hit 33 and I fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> Sol- shoulder surgery. I can't even say it. Right. Ugh. So we're going to come
2: at you guys twice a week. We're going to start that up and see how it goes. Guys, keep up the listening. Keep up uh, forwarding on and giving us reviews. Tell a friend. Tell three. Tell four. Tell five. one. As many. I Tell don't one. Care. That's good. Get another person to uh, tune in and listen in. Definitely keep reaching out to us. All the normal means. Mailbag at our website, questionable slash mailbag. Also, you can shoot us questions on any of the social media platforms, Facebook.com, questionable to return, Twitter, Q2Return. And Aaron, if you want to reach out to any of us individually. I'm Andy nineman on Twitter. Mike. I'm Mike R. Daily. Pete. Pete Cozy Jr. So again, appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be back at you guys this coming week. We'll talk more. Keep
0: giving us the five-star reviews. Sounds good. Until next time, goodbye, everyone. Death to Pinchy. Taking the Pinchy trophy home with me. We did it, buddy. All right. Thanks again, veterans.